Hey, this is Romy. And this is Aaron. Thanks for listening to our podcast where we talk all about relationships. Ladies, how guys can break your bed, not your heart. How to attract that partner of your dreams. And heal from the wounds that past relationships have left us with. It's going to be hot. And funny. With real stories to help you get your questions answered. Let's go for a ride. Episode 37, guys. We're back in Romy. I am so ready for summer. I am tired of the cold. <laughs> it has been one heck of a ride lately, but I'm grateful that temperatures are rising. Rising. What movie? What? What movie? Oh, is that Grease? Nope. I have no idea what you're talking about. No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm loony doony. Feel my temperature rising. No, when it's he goes rising. Rising. Oh, <laughs> remember they're like building a plane or something. I don't know. Spy something. No. Oh, okay. That kind of anyway. music. The only thing I can think of is like Hercules. No. With Disney. It's old school. Spy oh. something. Mm. Anyway, I own it, but <laughs> it just made me think of it. I'm just not as cultured as you. Oh yeah, super cultured. <laughs> it's like a 1980s. Speaking of movies, I've been watching so many movies this week. Oh, I've been yeah? laying on the couch sick. Oh, no. I know. For a whole freaking week. That's what happens. And just stupid. Oh, it's not COVID, so everyone can be quiet. Yeah. But dang it, so many movies. And I'm like, what is the dream and what did I watch? I don't know. <laughs> Between NyQuil and like, whoa, this all just blended this whole week. Yeah. But everyone's super excited about these temperatures to rise in summer. And I'm just like, but I haven't been working out Mm -hmm. and I haven't, (laughs) I'm not ready. So I actually love winter. I can hibernate, ignore people, (laughs) right? Wear my sweats. (laughs) Like I freaking love winter. I don't know why everyone's excited to get in shorts and bathing suits. Yeah. But it'll be good. We roll with the seasons of life, don't we? Every pun intended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So uh, today, I think, what are we going to talk about? I know what we're going to talk about because I brought it up. But <laughs> uh, Aaron can put a title on it because he's better. But I just have lately really thought about two things. Okay. And I always talk about how I feel like a dead deer carcass on the road. And people are just vultures. And I don't know if they're trying to be, but it just pick, 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 pick. Like they just take a little piece and fly away, take a little piece and fly away. I'm so passionate about this. So we can do this on another episode, but, um, I've really felt strongly that I just feel like that. Oh, okay. And then even more so strongly about every relationship, uh, non-romantic even, Mm. but when to let people go, we've talked about that before, Mm. but when to let people go. But when you do let them go, to let them go with love mm-hmm. instead of anger. Yeah. And you are so good at this. I always wondered, like, man, Aaron, just leave them alone. You, t- <laughs> you just got to drive it into the damn ground. You just met them on Tinder two days ago. <laughs> but now I get it. I totally get it. Mm. And it's not for them. No. It's for you, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. So I was dating <clears throat> the last guy. Did we ever have a nickname for him (laughs) i'm not gonna (laughs) throw his name out there but uh the last guy just barely yeah and i call him flannel valentine but um i was dating him and he just kind of ghosted me and inside i was like you effing coward Mm. like we dated you know we were intimate and you just ghosted me that's so weird that's so childish Mm. and 
I get when you're like battling each other. Right. 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 But you can take a time out, dude. Take a time out. Breathe. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm grown. Mm -hmm. And then readdress it. Right. But the ghosting thing? What the F is that? Yeah. And what I mean is just no response. Mm -hmm. Even to a nice message like three days later when I gave him time, I took time. Yeah. And I thought, wow, people still do that <laughs> right in a world of communication more so than with ever snapchats and yeah. messengers and eight thousand ways to communicate yes right you're exactly. still ghosting people anyway mm -hmm. we talked about that before but i just thought no and it's not about closure it was about i was making sure that i was going into it with the right intention yeah and it wasn't like i'm gonna message him to get him back right, right. or i'm gonna teach him a lesson mm. right it was literally just to, I really want to thank you for spending however many months. What? <laughs> for being a friend. Okay. <laughs> I think he wants to sing. <laughs> she turns away from me, looks out the window. <laughs> no. I'm going to have a little introspective moment right now. <laughs> no, I was trying to think of the rest of the song so I could sing. <laughs> okay. And then I realized my voice sucks because I've been sick. And I'm like, maybe just don't sing right now. You're okay. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought I'm going to message him. And, like, send it away with some love. Mm. So I think that's the long version to I the short it. version of what we wanted to talk about today, yes. right? And just a few, like, examples for me. Uh, I got divorced, I think, I think it's been five years, maybe in August, mm -hmm. if I'm counting right. And, gosh, it took me so many years. And I hope that I have forgiven my ex-husband, mm -hmm. you know, we get tested, right? And then we go, oh, shit, we didn't. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, shit, we're not over that person. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're not, you know, we haven't forgiven them. Or we didn't move on. We didn't learn that lesson, right? Yeah. And that's why I love tests. If we were just to go through life and it's easy, we would never grow, right? Exactly. Obviously. So, yeah, we have these these moments of test. And so I'm not going to ask the universe to bring one to me because I still think it would honestly be painful if I saw him and his mistress in public. Mm -hmm. I think it really would. Mm -hmm. I don't care how many years pass. You never want to see that shit rubbed in your face. Right. But to let him go with love and to be like, damn, I smelled this cologne the other day and I thought of us in Mexico mm -hmm. and just like this passing moment. Mm -hmm. That was cool. That mm -hmm. was fun, you know, and just things like that. And how he did actually take care of me in a lot of areas mm -hmm. and show me things that I didn't know and how our relationship for 16 years was filled with, with good also, yeah. not just the end. Right. Right. And where my part is in it, um, as well. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to literally just be like, Hey, thank you for your time. And thank you for loving me when you did. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like the way it ended, but that's okay. You know? And so sending him away with, with love instead of, holding on to this angry, angry side. And it felt really good. Mm -hmm. And I've done it, you know, kind of with my mom's relationship too. Um, sometimes it's okay for people to leave after a season. Yes. <laughs> we don't have to hang on with claws if they're supposed to go. Right. But I want you to tell us, Aaron, what you think about, like, I just did this with Flannel Valentine last mm -hmm. time, right? Just letting him go and telling him thank you for being in my life. Right. And, of course, he came back with a long message mm -hmm. filled with love, mm -hmm. right? And now I can kind of rest in that. 
That's right. And that's good. It doesn't feel like a pit in my stomach anymore. So it was quite wonderful, actually. Yeah. But I want you to tell everybody, like, whatever you want. But <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but I want you to tell me, mostly, when it's time to stay and when it's time to go. And when, because you've had a lot of experiences about this subject. Yeah, I want to share a quick experience. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear that. Yeah. So <coughs> a couple of weeks ago, it's funny because we... Depending on when this comes out, it'll probably be a couple of weeks after. So this will be a little bit of time um, transpired. But so I, I've gone on a couple of dates with a particular woman, an amazing woman. And I've, and I've, when I've talked to you about her or anybody else, I've always said she's a 10 and she is. And the hard part about it is, is the feeling that you know, it's like you have that initial date, even like the initial interactions and you're like, wow, we're so compatible, like all these great things, all the things that you would see as kind of like a foundation. Right. And I think a lot of us were not so in tune yeah. to pick up on the other stuff that our soul's trying to tell us as well. Um, and there's and I'm not talking about any flaws that she has because I didn't really see any. Yeah. And and that's where it becomes even more difficult. And this nuanced you know, perspective, it, it, that's where it becomes challenging. So like in, in the initial date and like the initial conversations, tons of compatibility, there were some things that were just like, yeah, but that was situational, right? So the feeling that I had when I was with her on the initial date, like that was situational because of how she was feeling and I was picking up on it and having a conversation afterwards and the empathy and the understanding and just being a great communicator, like actually talking through stuff with her. Yeah, you've we, described her pretty fabulously. Yeah, and, and so after that conversation her? and conversations, it was like, well, you know, let's give it a minute. So we did. A um, couple weeks went by and then went on another date and had a, had a fabulous time. Yeah. So, you know, it was – and everything was clicking. Everything was working just great. And – um, and she's going to hear this for the first time, but I think it's important and I, and I'm still going to communicate with her. Cause when you brought up ghosting, like I want people to understand this as part of understanding when to let someone go. Right. But like what happened was, is that towards the end of the date, all of a sudden the energy shifted and it wasn't anything that she said and it wasn't anything that she did. And, and so I was all of a sudden battling in my heart why this is coming up. It wasn't when there was an intimate moment. It wasn't any of those things. It was as I'm like even just driving, driving her back to her place, right. you know. And and so like in my head, I'm thinking like, why? Why is this coming up? Why is this happening now? In the context you've already had before, like you've, you are compatible with this woman. Like why should you feel this way? Because she's super attractive in all the ways you're looking for. There's not one red flag like, what is it? And, you know, everybody's different. Like, you, you're going to get tested in the ways that you need. To me, it, it she wasn't a test. I don't want her to feel like that. Right. But the experience was. And it was more about me, instead of having to decipher, oh, that's a red flag that I can live with. It wasn't even that. It was that, like, can you trust your soul despite having someone that you could see as a potential partner? No red flags, but you're still not feeling what you need to feel. Can you let them go? And 
so it's so hard because you conflict, right? It, yeah. Because you're like, but there's nothing wrong with them. exactly. Like literally, you just sent me a ten. Yes. And I still don't fill. Yes. But I did a whiteboard session the other day with somebody as a joke at uh-huh. their house, right? Our yeah. mutual friend. Yeah. And we took chemistry ninety percent <laughs> and like five percent looks, and we were doing goofy shit. Uh huh. And it's true. If you don't fill it, that's the whole magic. Of that's soul connection. That's the undescribable, right? <laughs> There's so many things. So many. We want to categorize. Want to put in boxes. We want to create a formula to solve a problem. But the reality is, is our heart already knows. Our soul already knows. Yeah. We have to get in tune with that, and then we find out all of the mathematical, you know, formulations to understand why it wouldn't work or why it would yeah. on the back end. So for teach their own. Some people they can't see past, you know their own <laughs> two feet in front of them yeah. and they need to have all of those check boxes and all the formulas and all of the books read and whatever. And then there's the other side, which they can eventually get to, which is trusting your soul and holding boundaries with yourself to be able to actually find that person and to be with that person. Right. And so, like I said, the experience was a test for me. It wasn't a red flag situation. It was just like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling this. Why am I feeling this? And so then they go into phase two, right? It wasn't like I'm feeling this, therefore I'm going to ghost her. And it wasn't a feeling of um, just like it's it's over and I'm done. It was like I have this amazing person in front of me, but what can I do? So what I did, and I and I and I still believe this was a great way to go about it, was. I emphasized how amazing she is. I emphasized how great the date was because it was, there was nothing wrong at all. And then I included just more subtly, but I just said, but I also need some time to think because there are some things that I don't understand yet and I need to get clarity on them. And she didn't come back in a needy way. And she wasn't like, wait, what, what's going on? Is everything okay? No. She came. And this was another reason it even made it more confusing and more difficult because she showed up with more empathy and more love. She's like, Aaron, I totally get it. And I just want you to know that like, I think this of you and she, she was just nothing but love, nothing but support, nothing but it's just like, you are everything that I've been looking for. Then what is going on? So then it created even more confusion, but it, it, we were both on the same page. So she knew that I needed a moment. And at the same time she was willing to give it and she showed up with love. How long ago was this? So gosh, what's that been? Um, it's been, it's been over a week. Okay. So I'm due to have a conversation with her. Um, you're due. I'm due. Yeah. (laughs) Because I feel like I have clarity now. Okay. Um, and, and for me, that was the thing that I told her. I said, it's either that I still haven't, like this experience has exposed wounds from past relationships that I need to heal from. Or it's the fact that we're not necessarily the partners for each other, even though we match so well. But you know, those are, neither one of those are what it is. What do you mean? Because you have this other girl. No, that that's your not. Your soul wants. No, but right? regardless of the other girl. The, I okay. So that we'll go through that really fast. 
So, and I've, and I've ex, uh, expressed this on other podcast episodes as well. Right. There's this friend that I've had and that I've gone on dates with, but she's been unavailable. And so it's just kind of like I'll hold space for her and I'll just live my life opening my heart to, you know, whoever's the right person. Right. And, and so that, that is what it is. As I'm going through this confusion process, yeah, like looking at her and just being th- this other person, you know, um, where I've held space, I was just looking at it and say, well, what is holding you back? Is it her? No. Because you've committed to yourself to be open to the present moment. You can't wait on somebody if they're not ready. You have to be able to live your life. Right. And consciously checking in with myself, I had to make sure that there was no ties that way. So there was nothing coming from this other woman. The decision really was between those two things, prior relationships and trauma or pain that have come because of people that did not show up and this woman was. So it basically like pulled out all the insecurities, all the pain. And I don't know that these are mutually exclusive. And or is it that we're just not a good match, even though on paper and even in interaction, it would feel that way. So. Let's summarize really fast. Point of this discussion, point of this, you know, conversation is letting go with love. Right. When to do it, how to know, and all those things, right? And so I get to that place where we're both on the same page and she knows what's going through my head. I don't want to leave her in doubt. I also want her to know that I'm actively working through it. And so one of the things that's super helpful is besides it's not a ghosting. Right. She knows that I'm working on it. So then on social media, when she puts up a post or whatever, I'm still engaging with her. I'm not like calling her on the phone. I'm not texting her. Um, And she, as a woman, isn't taking the masculine role in reaching out to me. She's not trying to reengage. She's not. She's doing all the things that I would want in a woman. She's allowing the man to be the man. And we need her on this show. Yeah, she's she's amazing. So talk about that. Yeah. If she's doing these things right and so many women are doing these things wrong. Yeah. And she's very selective, you know, and that's, and that's the thing too. So I felt like even super lucky. Yeah. Um, but the point is, is that during this period of time where we haven't really communicated, it wasn't a ghosting situation because I wanted her to know that I, like regardless of how everything plays out, like I wanted to know that I care. I wanted to know my genuine interest and in all those things, like whether it's a friend or whatever, I want to support her. And so, so like if you fast forward, like getting to the point of letting go with love, it doesn't need to be so cut and dry. Like sometimes it's a matter of like, it's toxic. And then the question becomes, is this, is me, the action that I want to take, is this about me or is it about them? What is the best interest? And so, and I say this especially for women because they want to protect someone. They want to be kind. They want to be nice. And that is the excuse that they use rather than looking at it from a different perspective. And that's, if you're dealing with a toxic person, the only way for them to heal is for them to work on themselves, not for you to coddle them. And so you staying in a relationship for too long, when I say too long, you know, your soul will tell you like, it's not okay. It's not okay. It starts manifesting even physically, right? Right. Like when you hit that point, that's when you know you need to let go. The feeling that I had was so heart wrenching and I still didn't know which way it was 
I knew that I had to do something. And the most that I could do to honor what we had developed up to that point was to really just say, I need a moment. And I don't know how long, but I need some time. And here's what I'm battling you with. You pulled one of the girl tricks. It wasn't a trick. It was being kidding. honest. I'm totally kidding. Yeah. That sounds like a girl thing, right? I just need some time and space. That's what everybody <laughs> said to you, right? No. I appreciate you no. saying I'm not making fun you're, of you. You're right. I'm and just trying to make a joke. Yeah. No. And, and it was it was great. The The point to be made here is like letting go with love. It it doesn't have to happen immediately. All I'm saying is, is you have to check in with yourself to understand, yeah. is it coming from you? Is it coming from them? And at the same time, like letting go with love is less about just cutting a cord as much as it is what is in the best interest of them. You can be talking with a complete narcissist that hosed you over. You're going to hurt. It's going to be painful. But the, the best position that you can be in is to think outside of yourself. Uh, and I mean, it's easy to say, I know. But if you're hurt and the other person is the instigator, like the only way for them to not hurt someone else, if you have to put your head in that space, it's like this dude is going to literally go out there and hurt some other woman in defense of that other woman who you do not know, right. you can still show up for her. And what I mean by that is maybe it is you cut the tie immediately. And that is in the best interest of that man or boy, because that's the quickest way for him to heal. And it's his choice to re-engage with somebody else. But by you holding that boundary, you're not only just honoring yourself, but you're helping him heal faster. And that's, that is the nicest thing you can do as a woman. And I think that's where things get convoluted. The other thing in terms of letting go with love is like I was just talking about, there was no toxicity. Right. Everything was great, but the feeling was strong enough at the end that I knew that I needed to do something and it didn't need to be like, um, I feel this way. So we're done because of all the beauty and all of the wonderful things that were happening, you know, prior to that. Yeah. And so taking that moment and her responding and making it even harder. Cause you're just like, I just, Oh my gosh, I don't know. And even she was saying in her text, she's like, Aaron, I get it. Like if I am not the one, it's okay. I will get over this. Like, yes, it'll hurt, but it's okay. I yeah. want you to know that. And I'm just like, that might be what I need to say, but like, I don't know yet. And you're responding in how I would want someone to say. So like, gosh, it's so hard. It sounds wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And so letting go with love, regardless of the other person and how they're reciprocating your communication or that they're not, it's your intention. And hopefully we're conveying a little bit beyond the fact of like some ideas in terms of what you can do to let go with love, but the timing of it. It's that there's, it's, if you think of it kind of like a, um, what do they call it? A scale, like a balanced scale. Mm -hmm. And you got the two sides. When you start to feel that weight where it's pulling you one way. Yeah. You might need a moment to think for yourself. It doesn't mean you have to even tell the other person, but letting go with love is the process of seeing their best version of themselves. And then asking yourself, do you fit into that equation? with the feeling that you're having. Yeah. And to me, like that's been the most profound thing because I could look at it and say, if I truly want her to be happy, am I the person for her? And based on the feeling that I have in the present moment and the answer is no. Yeah. 
I was going to say, not if you don't feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And I would never be able to show up for her in the way, like, even if all the other things are working and we could work through problems and everything else, if I continue to have that feeling, it's only going to be, I wouldn't show up as my full self, as the man that I could be in that relationship. And it's not about like, if I was coming from a place of depression or whatever it is, like that's a whole nother mindset. I'm not worthy of love. So Clearly, I'm not going to help you become your best version, blah, blah, blah. Right. You got to work through that on your own. And we, we've talked about like, you know, you're going to attract kind of the lessons that you need. And sometimes they're on the same level as you. And so it becomes really toxic. But like when you get to that place where, yeah, you may struggle with anxiety. Yeah, you may go through some depressive issues. Mm-hmm. But if there are those long enough periods of time where you have enough clarity of your own self-worth, and then you're asking the question and you're still feeling those things. That's, that's the point where, you know, um, if you truly love someone, if you're letting go with love, it's not about you and it's understanding the best thing for them. In my opinion, I think it's interesting that you said that because my ex boyfriend, uh, huh. um, Gosh, there's been a lot of dudes recently. So, <laughs> shoot, I just realized that. So, I'm like, which one? Right? Yeah. The one I dated for two years. Um, I finally, he broke up with me, whatever, because he wasn't ready. And then we kind of came back together. And we both, you know, decided, like, mutually, like, it's just not going to work right now. Um, me more than him probably that time, right? Because mm-hmm. my soul was dying inside. And that sounds so grave, <laughs> right? It was. I, and I told him, I actually told him the other day. Oh, wow. I said, I couldn't get out of that car fast enough. Yeah. And I know it was your birthday and I know it was our technical two year anniversary, uh-huh. but I, my skin was crawling. Yeah. Yeah. Because my soul was like, Romy, yeah. be done already. Yeah. So, so, and, and like, that's, Ouch. that's an important distinction to make people like whether you're talking to it and your ex, an ex boyfriend is listening or whether it's me talking about somebody else, I I can feel the same thing. It has nothing to do with that other person. It I mean it does because it's you're talking about a potential relationship, but it has everything to do with you, your journey, and what you need to do for yourself. I let him go with love. Yeah, but that, for him. But that's what I'm saying you is know? like not because it, it was easy. He not he wasn't a bad person, and therefore you're feeling like your skin's crawling. Does that make sense? No, those people get blocked. Right. That's what I want people to understand. It's like you're not a bad person for feeling horrible with a good person. No, it just means that that like, is not supposed to work. Your soul warns you. Yes. Hey, Roby, maybe just check this out. And then you go, anyway. And then, right? <laughs> yes. So I kept speeding. And I speed all the time. Uh-huh. And then, you know, we get these warnings like, oh, whew, I'm glad I didn't just crash. I was drinking coffee and texting. <laughs> okay. And then I got pulled over. Mm-hmm. And I got a ticket and then I tried to act like a victim. And then I was like, oh, are you or were you speeding? And that whole process, it sounds really stupid, but I've never gotten a ticket. And I, that whole process, um, we get these little warnings. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have an acquaintance, the one that crashed his daughter into the tree mm-hmm. drunk. And he has several warnings that I have seen in his yeah. life because yeah. I know him from the universe. Yeah. Right. And all of a sudden it's like, boom, dude, you drove drunk crashed your daughter into a tree. She is in ICU and primary. You are F-U-C-T'd. Straight up. And you had 1,800 chances. So 
not to get so dark, but the universe has done this to me and you, Aaron, several times in our lives. And I've known you long enough. What is it? Four years now? Yeah. I've known you long enough to know we bounce stuff off of each other, mm -hmm. right? And you sometimes will be a little nicer and then other times a little more firm <laughs> when you say, like, but you, you know what it is. Okay? Mm -hmm. My dog's ears are, like, swollen with blood, hematoma, whatever it's called, because he scratched it so much and irritated it. So think wrestler cauliflower ear. Mm -hmm. But it does need to be drained out. They say it eventually will. But that's what I'm dealing with right now. And I think to myself, why do you have a stomach ache? Why? Right? And it's because he had surgery one other time and he was on, what, anesthesia and out of it. And, you know, he bit my hand when I was trying to help him. Yeah. And so it traumatized me. Mm -hmm. That that feeling and emotion is still in me. Mm -hmm. Not as heavy, but it's still there. Right. And I knew this to be true last night. When I'm laying on the couch sick and I'm watching his ears and I'm like, I've got to take him to the ER and all these things. I'm dodging, dude. Dodging. Yeah. And it's giving me a stomach ache. And I'm sitting there even on NyQuil anxious. Mm -hmm. So... These are just tiny examples of, in relationships, what our soul does. Yeah. And it'll give us a little freaking warning. And then when you finally say, okay, here's the plan. I'm going to handle it. Yeah. I'm going to handle it. I'm going to take him in. Mm -hmm. And everything's going to be awesome. It's not going to be like last time because I'm not the same person and he's not the same dog. I love that. Okay. And so I'm going to handle it. And then it's going to be behind us. Yes. That and then all of a sudden, the the stomach ache went away this morning. Yeah. Right. Yep. Because I'm handling things, taking an action plan. Yes. So you with this other woman, mm -hmm. she's wonderful. Yeah. It doesn't. All these guys. It's not to knock her at all. Yeah. Like broke up and shit like that. Like there's very few that I've had to block because they're not awesome. Very few. Mm -hmm. Every one of them though is just come in for a reason. Yeah. And so it doesn't make your situation any different. Yep. And if you choose to send her away with love, she sounds like she'd be understanding of anything yeah. and that I should probably be her best friend. Yeah. I need one of those mm -hmm. logical beauties yes. in my life, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, to send people away with love and knowing when to. But me and you have had several experiences since we've known each other and we've tested each other on these things, right. holding each other accountable because mm -hmm. that's what really good friends do. That's right. I'm sorry, they do. And me and you have battled before because <laughs> I go shove it up your ass and then I come back to him and I say, I'm sorry, Aaron, that was mostly my problem because I knew you were right. Mm. I only battle when I know somebody else is right. Mm. I'm working on that, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so we have had several experiences of letting go in the four years that I have yeah. known you and vice versa. Yeah. And we will always, always, always honor our soul. Always. And this is going to be no exception. And I will continue to do so. But I will also continue to, if I need to, let people go with love. Yeah. Now, I do want to point one more thing out. Mm -hmm. There's placating and then there's love. <laughs> yes. It's not you, it's me. I don't, you know, mm -hmm. bullshit. Just tell them the truth. Mm -hmm. Tell them the truth. Either you have somebody else, so you can't focus on them. I'm still in love with an ex, so I yeah. can't see you, <laughs> right? Yeah. Jeez, I think you can just tell them the truth. 
So don't placate when you let people go with love. That's don't not love. Don't let them down easy. Yeah, that's not love. I don't want to be let down easy, even though the country song made it sound <laughs> like it's okay. Right? Yeah. I don't want to. Just tell me the truth. I love the truth. And then you'll set our souls free. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. I mean, and in, in the thing is, is like, even in the nuance of what is, you know, the truth and all that, to me, when you're letting someone go with love, it's what did they need to hear? Yeah. And it's not about masking or hiding anything, but you need to give enough information for your soul to be at peace that you've been honest. Bingo. But you need to make, be respectful of where they're at and where they're coming from. Yes. And, you know, so it's, it's not about placation. Like you said, it's, it really is about understanding and respecting that other person. And so if you're coming from that place, like I said, regardless of the wrongs that they may have done to you, or maybe it's a great situation and you actually wished to some degree that like things would work, but you need to end it because your soul is telling you like understanding that if it's not coming from you, well, not coming from you, but like, if you are trying to love them, letting letting go of love, you know, what would you say to them if you were in their shoes? What did they need to hear? And it's a simple, you know, simple thing to look at. But yeah, if you put yourself in your shoes, what are the words that come to mind? Yeah. And I think that, you know, even when you're going through that process, this is an easy way to think about it. So a, a lot of times, well, first I would say, look at your past. If you're a runner in in past relationships and like when things get heavier, things get hard and all of a sudden you bail, then don't necessarily follow the advice that I'm going to give. But like if you've been in relationships where you've held on for too long or that you've just been hurt, um, but it's not that you would run, right. then when you're battling to try to understand whether you should let go with love or whether you should work more on the relationship, work on yourself, work on the relationship. That's a great time to, to do that, to literally just take a moment and put yourself in their shoes and then go through your head on what things you would say to them as to why you would end it. Yeah. And if it doesn't make sense, if it doesn't make logical sense as you're carrying out that narrative in your head, then there's reason to still try. Yep. But if you're already concrete in your, explanation to you in their shoes you already know the answer and that's an easy way to know and get to that place of whether you should cut ties or not as well yeah. and then in the like i said but at the the point being is to let go with love is to think less of self and more of the other person and giving them what they need to not only have closure but for them to be able to process in a way that they can at the level that they're at and for you to honor yourself in cutting ties. So how would you want to be treated, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So hopefully that was helpful to you guys. Gave a few tips there. We've had some great experiences. I'm sure you have too, but it is important for us to let go with love. We don't know what the future holds and we, we can't assume, you know, where people are at, but we can, if we step outside of ourselves, feel a little bit more of where they're at and that helps guide the conversation in a way where we can feel good and they can be respected i'll just cap it with always honor your soul do it and you will have no disease <laughs> no disease
Thank you. Okay. We'll see you guys. <laughs> see you guys. Thanks for listening to the Romy and Aaron show. Make sure and follow us on Spotify or Apple to get the latest episodes. You can also follow me on Facebook at Romy Estes Meston. And you can follow me on Instagram at Aaron Says. So until the next episode, be kind and use your wise mind. And, and save, save a horse, horse ride, ride a unicorn. unicorn.